0: chapter five of and iron tales by john bangs this librivox recording is in the public domain the poker concludes his story it was just as i feared said the poker rollo knew a good thing when he had it i'm satisfied the way things are now said he i wouldn't change back and be a scotch terrier for all the world then the fairy turned to me and said i'm sorry my dear "'But if Rollo won't consent to the change, you'll have to be contented to remain as you are. "'Unless you'd like to try being an eagle for a while.' "'I'll never consent,' said Rollo, selfishly, though I couldn't really blame him for it. "'Then make me an eagle,' I said. "'Make me anything but what I am.' "'Very well,' said the fairy. "'Good night.' "'Next morning,' continued the poker. "'when I waked up, I was cold and stiff.' and when I opened my eyes to look about me, I found myself seated on a great ledge of rock on the side of a mountain. Far below me were tops of the trees in a forest I never remembered to have seen before. While above me a hard black wall of rock rose straight up for a thousand feet, to climb upward was impossible, to climb down equally so. What on earth does this mean? thought I, and then, in attempting to walk, i found i had but two legs where the night before i had fallen asleep with four am i a boy again i cried with delight no said a voice from way below me in the trees you are now an eagle and i hope you will be happy you never were an eagle were you dormy said the poker gazing earnestly into tom's face no said tom never i've never been any kind of bird well don't you ever be one said the poker with a knowing shake of the head it's all very beautiful to think about but being an eagle is entirely different from what thinking about it is i was that eagle for one whole month and the life of a scotch terrier is bliss alongside of it in the first place it was fight 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 for food it was lots of fun at first jumping off the crag down a thousand feet into the valley But flying back there to get out of the way of the huntsmen was worse than pulling a sled with rusty runners up a hill a mile long. Then when storms came up, I had to sit up there on that mountain side and take them all as they came. I hadn't any umbrella, eagles never have, to keep off the rain, and no walls except on one side to keep off the wind, and no shutters to close up so that I couldn't see the lightning. It was terrible all i got to eat in the whole month was a small goat and a chicken hawk and those i had to swallow wool feathers and all then i got into fights with other eagles and finally while i was looking for lunch in the forest i fell into a trap and was caught by some men who put me in a cage so that people could come to see me ever been shut up in a cage queried the poker at this point no said tom only in a dark closet never had to stay shut up though more than ten minutes did you no answered tom never well think of me cooped up in an old cage for two weeks said the poker that was woe enough for a lifetime but it wasn't half what i had altogether the other creatures in the zoo growled and shrieked all night long none of us ever got a quarter enough to eat and several times the monkey in the cage next to me would reach his long arm into my prison and yank out half a dozen of my feathers at once in fact i had nothing but mishaps all the time as the poet says talk about your troubles talk about your woes yours are only bubbles sir compared with those at the end of two weeks i was nearly frantic i don't think i could have stood it another week but fortunately at the end of the month came back the fairy again how do you like being an eagle she said i'd rather be a tree rooted to the ground in the midst of a dense forest than all the eagles in the world said i very well said she it shall be good night in the morning i was a tree and if there's anything worse than being a dog or an eagle it's being a tree said the poker i could hear processions going by with fine bands of music in the distance but i couldn't stir a step to see them boys would come along and climb up into my branches and shake me nearly to pieces cows came and chewed up my leaves and one day the woodcutters came and were just about to cut me down when the fairy appeared again and sent them away they will be back again to-morrow she said do you wish to remain a tree no 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 i cried i'll be content to be anything you choose if you will save me from them there she said that's the point If you will keep that promise, you will finally be happy, if you will only look on the bright side of things, remembering the pleasant and forgetting the unpleasant, you will be happy. If you will be satisfied with what you are and have and not go about swelling up with envy whenever you see anyone or anything that has or can do things that you have not or cannot do, you will be happy in spite of yourself. Will you promise me this? indeed i will i said even if i change you into so poor a thing as a poker yes said i very well said she it shall be good night next morning i waked up to find myself as you see nothing more than a poker but contented to be one i have kept my promise with the fairy and i am simply the happiest thing in the world i don't sit down and groan because i have to poke the fire On the contrary, when I am doing that, I am always thinking how nice it will be when I get done, and I lean up against the rack and gaze on all the beautiful things in the room. I always think about the pleasant things, and if you don't know it, Dormy, let me tell you that's the way to be happy and to make others happy. Sometimes people think me vain. The fender told me one night I was the vainest creature he ever knew. I am not really so. I only will not admit that there is anything or anybody in the world who is more favored than I am. That is all. If I didn't do that, I might sometime grow a little envious in spite of myself. As it is, I never do and haven't had an unhappy hour since I became a contented poker. Tom was silent for a few minutes after the poker had completed his story, and then he said, Don't you sometimes feel unhappy? because you are not the boy you used to be no said the poker i am not because rolo makes a better boy than i was he is a contented boy and i was not but don't you miss your father and mother queried tom of course not said the poker because the fairy was good enough to have me made into the poker used in their new house my parents moved away from the railroad just after rolo became me and built themselves a new house And, of course, they had to have a new poker to go with it. So I really live home, you see, with them. A curious light came into Tom's eyes. Mr. Poker, said he, who was the boy you used to be? Tom, said the poker. I'm not Rolo, roared Tom, starting up. Nobody said you were, retorted the poker. You are Dormy. Tom is Rolo. But I say here come the andirons and the bellows tom looked down from the cloud and sure enough the three were coming up as fast as the wind and in the excitement of the moment the little traveller forgot all about the poker's story in which he seemed himself to have figured without knowing it End of chapter five